and welcome to Your Beautiful Day with Jen and Kim. I am Jen. And I am Kim. And we are <laughs> glad that you are here. Yes, we are. And we are so excited about today's show, which is all psychic things today. Ooh, your very first show. My very first show. Predicting great things for you in the future. We appreciate that. So we're excited. We have Artie Hoffman with us tonight, who is going to... Uh, positive energy positive in the house. Energy positive in the house. energy. Woo-hoo. He's going to give us some positive energy. He's going to talk a little bit about angels and answers and... Mm-hmm. Kind of give us some uh, life tips. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I look forward to it. I really do. I never know what I'm going to say until the moment happens, so nothing's ever, like, pre-thought out. It just happens in the moment with it, with, with all conversations that I do for people. And so. we have so many questions in regards to... Don't we all? <laughs> to life yes. itself. Just to life itself, we have so many questions. Um, and especially with you having this cutting-edge type of... Psychic ability, yeah. sixth sense. I do, I do, do. I do have that sixth sense. I wasn't, well, we're all born with it, but I didn't realize it until uh, I was 27 years old. Before 27 years old, I had zero zip, nada. You didn't zilch, have any of it. Zero. But, you know, some people, you know, like the, the movie that we saw yesterday where somebody dies and then they, they're physically dead and they come back to life and all of a sudden they have the gift. I actually know, met a few people, know a few people who have uh, died and come back and all of a sudden they had the gift. And then there are other people who are born with the gift. And then there's people like myself and say, hey, why not learn it? <laughs> and I just became really good at it. 30,000 people later. 30,000 people later. 30, Literally, yeah. I have a question for you. So obviously you, you said you're, you kind of honed in on it. So obviously everybody's innately able to have this gift then if they I, I liked what you said in your intro that you kind of opened up and could you gotta give that, share that little story of how you kind of opened up and asked God and now all of a sudden it just kind of started coming your way with the little junk ma- junk mail and then yeah. it turned out not to be junk mail yeah that's it really is crazy you know um when I was 27 years old you know I had everything going right for me in my life you know um, married um had a good house, good job. Um, you know, my family loved her. Her family loved me. We had lots of friends. Everything was perfect, but yet I still wasn't fulfilled inside. And so I'm sitting in my home office, and I'm having a conversation with God. I said, God, I need answers. I need clear answers, and please don't scare the hell out of me when you give me these answers. And then um, I walk upstairs, and I'm sifting, because I was in the basement at the time. I have a finished basement. And, and I'm sifting through all my junk mail. And usually I just throw my junk mail. When I see junk mail, I just throw it out. But this time, for whatever reason, I was sifting through it. And there was a postcard there. It said, how would you like to develop your psychic ability intuitiveness? Go to the Edgar Casey Foundation for this one weekend seminar in Virginia Beach. So uh, I said, oh, wow, that looks interesting. Now, I wasn't looking at it like, oh, this is the answer to my prayers. I just looked at it like, you know, just for shits and giggles, that it's just for the fun of it. Fun weekend. Just a fun weekend out, you know. And I asked my wife, who was my wife at the time, you want to go to this? It looks interesting. She says, ah, I don't give a crap. She says, you can go if you want. I don't want to go. So I went. And they taught you how to open up your heart and mind to be 100% unconditional. And there was 50 of us from all different parts of the country. How did they do that? Was it over like a couple of hours or over a couple yeah. of days? How was, was the process? Over a cup of coffee. <laughs> was it over a cup of coffee? Did coffee? You don't drink coffee. I don't so drink it was coffee. Over some it was a cot tea. I was a slow learner. It was a hot tea right. with yes. lemon. There you go. It was. It was. No, so we're all in one room. And so he's teaching us about how to don't judge any thoughts or any images that come to you. Just let it be. And he was playing this, and and one of the people of the Edgar Casey Foundation, I believe it, Edgar Casey's grandson, who was teaching the class, and um, they were just playing this beautiful, soulful music in the background, and they had us do little meditations, and then they broke us up into groups, and so they they said, whoever you're with, just share with whatever you got. Don't judge it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry if it make, doesn't make sense to you. It might make sense to them. And if it doesn't make sense to them now, it'll make sense to them later. So people were telling me all weekend that my premonitions about them were right on the money. And I said, really? I said, oh, my God. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And there was, it was really sweet because in between, in between our sessions, you know, when we were 
trying to communicate to one another. In between our sessions, I said to this one um, lady, I said to this one lady, I said, and I said, and she's like, you know, she's probably in her 70s, cute little woman, white hair, blue eyes. I said, I see this square glass and I'm seeing like an angel in the corner, like this angel etched in the corner. And she said, Artie, look up on the wall and, and look up to your right. And I looked up there, and there was a piece of glass I didn't know existed. It was a little angel carved into the glass. She said, I was admiring that piece of glass all morning long. And I was able to pick up on that through her. So, you know, I went home, and I got myself a deck of spiritual cards. And uh, I was reading for friends and family for a few years, and uh, just for the fun of it. And people, again, were telling me how accurate I was. And then um, I got to a point in my life where I needed some extra money. And then um, I threw an ad in the paper, and it said, if I don't pull through, no charge. And so 90% of the people paid me, and then a whole career just took off. Now, I saw that, you know, you uh, in your intro, you were talking about the stock market and how you kind of you felt it, but then you you borrowed the money and then you sold oh, it. So yeah. Can you tell that story a little bit too? Because I think sometimes people think, oh, I'm going to go to a psychic. He's going to give me the winning lottery numbers or he's going to yeah, tell me which, what to buy, what stock, you know, sell low or buy high or whatever. I'm not a stock market person. You can tell by that. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you kind of explain that the psychic ability is not about predicting like lottery numbers and stuff like that? Yeah, there are people who do ask me for lottery numbers. When people ask me for it, I, I can't give them the numbers but i have given out over 80 winning lottery numbers and 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 investments uh winning investments um but that's because while i was in session with them it just naturally pulled through from their loved ones or from their angels and i just shared with them numbers that just came to me in the moment when somebody says what's the lottery number give me a lottery number it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. but it's it's not meant for that but you know like i said i have given out you know, some little bonuses here and there to people, but it just naturally flows through me. But when people say, all right, what's the winning number? Who's going to win the game? It's a, you know, I, I stink with sport picks and, and all that. And even though I'm psychic, but no, cause it's, it's not meant that way. It's meant to help people and stuff, but I got to tell you an interesting story with that. So I'm reading for this one lady. All right. She's having a party. She's had an arty party. That's what we call them. Arty parties. When people hire me to go, Meet with their friends and family. We're gonna have an arty party here tonight. Yeah, ah, cool. we're gonna have Pearl on the on the line, and we're gonna bring nice. her in for She's our ready. first arty party. She ready? Pearl, I'm here. Hey, Pearl. Oh, cool. How you doing, Pearl? Hey. Welcome I am to doing the, awesome. How are you guys? Welcome to the arty party. <laughs> arty party. I'm ready for the arty party. That's <laughs> awesome. Hey, Artie, how are you? I'm doing great, sweetheart. You have beautiful energy. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. Very enthusiastic. That's great. That's really good. And and energy is very contagious, you know. It's like when, when you're very excited, you get people mm-hmm. excited. If you're down, people are going to feel like poo-poo caca. <laughs> I hear that That's one. a psychic That's term. Sure. Poo-poo caca. <laughs> <That is laughs> scientific. scientific. It's scientific. It is. For moms across the, no. across the universe. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pearl, uh, we're so glad you're here to, to uh, join us on our, our, our um, maiden voyage. And uh, we know that you'll be with us uh, throughout our uh, our time as we podcast. So uh, we would like you to just introduce yourself a little bit so everybody gets to know who Pearl is and, and why uh, why we love you so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor to be with you guys tonight. So my name is Pearl Sorenza, and I'm in the Brandon area of Florida. I'm a transplant from Virginia about 13 years ago. And originally a transplant from Southern California over 20 years ago. Um, I am a empowerment life coach. So I empower women to become heroes of their lives so they can live their life authentically by putting themselves first without feeling guilty. I'm also a wife of 32 years to my amazing husband, Charles, who, by the way, I asked him to marry me. And (laughs) then um, we... We have two amazing boys. Uh, we no longer have teenagers in the house. Our youngest one just turned 20 on the 11th, and our oldest is 22, who came um, to us through the, our hearts. 
So we were blessed to adopt him over 22 years ago. And um, so I'm excited to be on with you guys and share a little bit about what we do here at Women's Successful Living, which I am the owner of. And um, we work with women so that they can, as I said, put themselves first and not feel guilty when they do that. And that's really a hard thing to do sometimes, especially the way that we raise our families and we have to go from corporate mode to mommy mode and make sure that everybody across the board is taken care of. For all of our listeners, Pearl is going to be giving us what we call pearls of gratitude. And um, she's going to be with us each and every show, giving us um, some really good information and tips. And you've written a book, haven't you, Pearl? I've actually written a couple of them. Yes, I yes, have. Yes, you um, have. I've, yes, I have. And we, um, we're we actually working on um, another book to come out soon. And um, so we, we're really excited about sharing our, our books um, with everybody. So I've written... Um, a couple books behind her brand, and but that was with you, Impact out of Texas. And then I've written a book about behind my weight loss, how I lost over 57 pounds, and I've maintained that weight loss over about a 10 year. Thank you. It's been That's about huge. an eight to 10 year process. Yes, it's been amazing. And then um, we have a book coming out. I had 12 women that I've touched in some way or another that said, Hey, can we write a book about you? And I'm not going to say no. So they wrote a book about <laughs> finding their pearl. Oh, that's so cute. So that one's in, yeah, that one's a process. And the next one that's coming out, I'm actually, it's going to be a long process, but I'm writing it with my son. It's called um, Raising an Adopted Child in an All-White World. And so it's, it's a child of color. Um, and it talks about not just adoption of a child that's of mixed race, but maybe if you've adopted a child from Russia or China and how society, when you walk in, um, how they look at you. Um, if you ever saw the show, This Is Us, that's totally my family. Um, I could tell you many times I had gone into a doctor's office with my son standing right next to me, and the doctor was like, so where's your son at? And I'm like, um, he's right here. So it, we're, my son and I want to share that story and how we can change people's lives with that outlook. I like it. That's a really, that's a, it's an important message because I think people just, like you said, automatically judge or don't even um, acknowledge that, uh color of the skin or that's not what it's about it's love and it's about you know well, we're a lot all of human it, we're yeah, all a lot human. of it of nowadays though have changed a lot yeah. you know so when you were talking about you know being a, a motherhood and you know and, and honoring yourself i feel like you know as i'm listening to you you know there was a big transition that i feel like women were having a problem with because the values of the the women Back in the yesteryears, you know, staying at home, raising their kids, and then society changes, and so therefore values change, and therefore now the mom has to go to work because of the way society is. So, and then you feel guilty. You say, "Well, gee, you know, my mom stayed home for me, and I wanted to stay home for my mom," but society or the circumstances financially doesn't allow that to happen. Maybe for some people it does, but realistically it doesn't. So I feel like the, the dynamics of how couples were back in the day and how they are today is much different. So, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it's like you would like to be raised or, 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 you know, you're trained a certain way as you're growing up, but yet the same rules don't hold into t in today's society. And that could be very upsetting and confusing. It's so true, and, and we carry so much guilt as moms and about that, and that's what I work with with the women on is that we don't need to feel guilty about that, that it, let's embrace it and let's help you and them balance their life and still feel like they are doing that role that they want to fulfill with their family. But it's okay also to empower your family to help out around the house because you can't be expected to maintain a household and work a full-time or even a part-time job. Um, so it's empowering that you, your family to do that. And for me, I raised two boys and I can tell you that when my boys get married, their wife will never have to worry about if my boys know how to um, clean house or even take care of a bathroom because my boys had that responsibility. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons why, you know, you are a perfect fit with us because Jen and I, um, starting this podcast again, it kind of came through this fruition of, of, 
you know, we're moms, we work, we have all these other things going on and we've been wanting to do this. And now we're giving ourselves permission Mm-hmm. to do this so carving out times for ourselves yeah and we also are excited because we we were appreciating the fact that you're going to give us these little pearls of wisdom and gratitude to help us continue to be moms to be career women to be successful in uh, in in the rights of of whatever we're supposed to do like Artie says in, in society but also giving ourselves permission to say this is for us this is it's all time. about not feeling guilty yeah that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to is not feeling guilty <laughs> about you wanting to be you or doing your own thing, you know. And achieving your goals. Yeah, yeah, the reason why I could understand this, you know, me being a guy is because I've counseled thousands and thousands of women. So I thoroughly get it and I understand it. And uh, like I said, the biggest uh, trip that uh, women put on themselves is the guilt. You know, uh, they put everybody else first, their kids first, their husbands for everybody, the other family members first. And they go, well, what about me? What about me? And the thing is, they're so used to always um, making their happiness everyone else's happiness that they forget about themselves. And when they do finally have time for themselves, they feel guilty and they go, well, I should be cleaning the house mm-hmm. or or what can I do for somebody or I can't take off or they could take off if they ju- they just choose not to. It's, it's what you're used to doing. Yeah. You fall back on your regimen that you already had when you were when you were like a full time mom. Yeah, I know because my my oldest is going to be 31 and my youngest is uh, 22, almost 23. And I still like just the other day it was like I felt like I was giving i was taking away from them to come do this and then i was like wait a minute you selfish son of a god i know i know and and it was like they're adults, kim. i know they're, they're adults. adults kim they i know i know but i just felt felt so guilty because like i'm so used to like checking and make sure this is done and that's mm-hmm. done and you know I'm, i don't feel like i'm a helicopter mom but i i, I feel as though you're a I, wing mom. i'm a wing mom you're a wing mom i, I yeah. can picture her oldest son coming home and say hey mom you have any mac and cheese left over yeah <laughs> i do i do i do here's a sandwich for you my ki- i my, packed a bag for the rest of the week <laughs> my kids go shopping at my house all the time and i will yes, like they do <laughs> they, wait did you say they go shopping in your house all the time yeah you they, don't need, kids for they what? don't need they don't need to go, to public. They just go they just come in and go <laughs> mom shopping they just come oh, in take back finger discount yeah they yeah basically right and right. like today <laughs> we I, need I, toilet paper yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah basically I was, oh and i'm doing my laundry too while yeah, I'm yeah exactly i do that too but uh, like today i bought a pair of boots and i'm like oh you know what i i bought them and then i'm like if I don't really want to wear them, I'll give them to Brianna when I go to New Hampshire next week. So I already, because we already this, thought about getting rid of them <laughs> out bought. of guilt for buying them. That's They're right. cute though, but I didn't need um, them. So, I, so that's, that was a huge awakening for me. So I took a, this class a few months, uh, a few years ago called, it was an identity and destiny class. And so my oldest being, he was my athletic guy. He played football all from fourth grade, all the way up through a senior in high school. And I never watched a football game other than behind a lens because I was taping him or recording him to get him into college. And, and so I've taken this class and during the, it was a six week course. And at the end of the course, we had to write who we are, who I am statement. And when I read my statement, a friend of mine sat across the table and she's like, I still don't hear Pearl in there. Mm-hmm. Where is Pearl? And I realized at that point I was still being the mom who had the mac and cheese ready or the everything ready. And, you know, I made sure the football gear was at the, at the school. If you forgot it, you know, the uh, somewhat helicopter mom. So that was the year my son was graduating high school. That was 2015. And when I took him to college, I had to tell him, listen, here's the deal. I have to go find who I am. I've done everything with God's help to get you to this school, get you a scholarship so you can play football. And I gave him an imaginary gift in my hand. And I said, this is a gift that God and I put together for you. How you unwrap it is up to you. But now mm-hmm. mom has to go be Pearl. Yeah. And he hasn't unwrapped it the way I expected him to unwrap it, the way I prayed he would unwrap it. But he's learning his life lessons. And it's funny, Kim, he talked about shopping in your house. My boys know there's no shopping in mom and dad's house. <laughs> you want it, you got to earn it now. <laughs> they can come in the house and half the time because I'm also a health nut. They know that nothing I have in the house they're going to want to eat anyway. So they'll go to, they'll go get their own stuff. So you know, so your I, house I, is I like Trader that. Joe's. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's not a Seven Eleven. It's not a Quick Mart. It's a Trader no. Joe's. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting, I'm getting and, and right better. Right now it's a thirty. 
<laughs> right now it's a 30 day we're going vegan household so they're oh. definitely not coming shopping at mom's house <laughs> oh my kids did the vegan thing in fact my one son uh when he he went vegan uh I kept saying, "Oh, Zach, it's okay. You can have some bacon." He goes, "Mom, I'm like, it's a food group. It's not. It's not meat." He goes, "Mom, <laughs> it's it's meat." <laughs> so then one day I was so proud of myself. I said, "Zach, I was vegan all day." He goes, "Oh, what'd you have?" I said, "I ate some cheese, and then I ate I ate bacon or something, and I and I shrimp." He goes, "Mom, are you listening to yourself?" I'm like, "Well, I didn't eat beef." <laughs> Doesn't that count? <laughs> so yeah. Hey, at least you're trying to be healthy. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, Pearl, is there anything that you would like to ask Artie? Um, I, well, I'm sorry I'm not sitting there with you, Artie. Um, so well, then I get your butt over here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She's only an hour away. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a little over an hour away. Um, so I, you know, my mom is always wanting to go and she's like, I want to go see a medium. And she's in California because she just wants to. Just this guilt over my grandmother. And in fact, we had this whole conversation that my grandmother was, um, we had her funeral on the day of my mom's birthday. And so to this day, my wow. mom won't celebrate her birthday. Mm. And I'm like, Mom, Grandma, Granny would love for you to celebrate the fact that she gave birth to you on this day. And, mm-hmm. she, and what a cool day that she also passed on your birthday. What a great passing, you know, to go to that afterlife. She's enjoying life. And to this day, she's like, I don't feel like she wants that. And, you know, I'm like, I'm like, Mom, I'm a half, a glass half full person. So, I mean, I think life the way, after death is just amazing. Yeah, no, I, um, I deal with listening to people like this all the time. It's like mothers who lose their kids and or they lose their significant other. And um, they feel guilty about going out and having a good time. They feel like they're dishonoring the other person who passed away. But in reality, the other person who's passed away... Um, they're actually feeling depressed because their loved ones stopped living their life. And, yeah. and so mm-hmm. they, they feel bad. And so I give, I tell people, I get like, especially uh, um, women or men who have lost their loved ones for so long. And I said, your, your, your wife or your husband who you lost um, is going to help you find your next true love so that they rather see you happy living the rest of your life with somebody than to be sad and alone for the rest of your life. And it's not that they don't love you. It's because they love you unconditionally. They rather see you happy like that. So they rather celebrate your happiness with you rather than you feeling sad for them. Because in reality, when they're in heaven, they're actually doing much better than us. It's like Hawaii times 10. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I totally believe that. I I totally am on that same page. And uh, my friends all laugh, and I don't even know if I told Jen and Kim this, but I even have, like, I had an old boss in, in California that he he had cancer, and before he passed away, did this big, huge kids' cancer fundraiser, and it was just amazing. He had world-known illusions come in, and it was in Southern California, just all these great, great things going on. It was such a great, uplifting event, and when he passed, he had, like, a mini party of that. And so um, I told my family, I'm like, okay, my funeral was completely planned out. At that point, all these years, every time I'll add something, and it's right down to, I want this party, I want this song. And so I'm like, it's a party. Celebrate the fact that I had an amazing life, that I've done amazing things, and I have amazing kids, you know? So I want you to celebrate that. And they're like, like you already have it planned out. I'm like, heck yeah, let's, we're going to party. I'm going to be watching you party. So let me just tell you, if you're not partying, you're going to feel my spirit come down. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say it. When, I was, when you're saying that, I, I was thinking of uh, Jim Hansen, who created the Muppets. And when he passed away or when he was preparing his funeral, he said, nobody is allowed to come to my funeral if you're not wearing white. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I love it. And yeah. he wanted everybody. He says, no, there's no black allowed. He says, otherwise you're not invited to the, you know, and he, and he literally prepared a party or a fiesta uh, for his own funeral. So I, I that was oh, something yeah, that I, I always I, remembered. I, I love that. And in fact, that the old, the one, that my, my trade song is Megan Trainers. I love me. And I'm like, you better walk in and play that song. <laughs> that song better be playing when you come in. Cause I just love that song. And, you know, and I tell everybody, that when I work with them and, and on a one-to-one or a group coaching, I'm like, you have to love yourself. You need to feel that you are, you have got put you on this earth for a reason. You are here. We got to figure out what that is and figure out your passion. And let's 
start making it happen. And then when you start doing what your passion is and you, you just feel it's just such heartwarming. And, you know, like I was saying with my mom, she's like, she did, we were going to give her a surprise birthday party. I don't want that. I'm like, mom, I'm still doing it. Whether you come or not, because being 75, 75 years old is a huge thing. And we're going to celebrate that, you know? And um, so I just tell everybody that I work with every day, you got to celebrate every single day because you truly don't know um, when you're, when God's going to take you back to the, to the even something greater. Yeah. So in Artie's book, Angels and Answers on page 10, well, it's about what we're talking about, but, um, one of his little chapters is you are a beautiful person, honor yourself. And so he talks a lot about uh, honoring yourself and niching out this time, which we've been kind of been talking about the last 10 minutes, but I love at the end, the moral of this honor and love thyself. And, and that's the truth. So thank you, Pearl, for sharing with us that. Because, again, it's I know we hear it all the time, and we're, I read it, and we see it, and we say it, but we have to live it. And so <laughs> that's that's the key for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. You know, for you have your, to manifest it. Pearl, uh, for your, for your uh, funeral, for one of the songs you have to add, being that you're just so joyous about your new life of what we all venture into you're gonna have to play this song we're having a party everybody swing and that's what i'm listening to when i'm hearing you say you know i want to party and so that was the song so Artie, you this. just went ahead and showed us what it is to be a psychic there you go so thank That's you. So there you go. He's a we'll musical psychic. So 30,001. 30,001. 30, no, there you go. <laughs> celebrity psychic. <laughs> With our That's celebrity life coach. Yeah. <laughs> it's all great. This is great. So thank you for joining us on our, our uh, maiden voyage. So thank you, Pearl. Thank you, Pearl. And I'm real excited. Oh, you're welcome. Our listeners really get to listen. Um, they get to get advice from you. Call in. Text us. Uh, questions, email us questions for Pearl as we go down this life-changing adventure. I could tell, like, she's the type of person who is, uh, and I've never heard her speak at all, uh, the type of person that helps women reinvent themselves. Right. So. Yeah, that's what we're all about. About reinventing yourself. I speak in my PJs already before I speak from the stage. Yes, yeah. she does. She looks fabulous in her PJs, too. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you bring your teddy bear? I don't have a teddy bear. Jen can tell you. Um, I will talk about that in another podcast, but I do talk about shackling <laughs> your boundaries. So I, I bring some shackles, but it's all about the message. It doesn't really mean anything else. Yeah. <laughs> She has props. Yeah. <laughs> She's got carrot top awesome. props. <laughs> that is too funny. In pajamas. Yeah. Thank you, Pearl. I am so, so happy um, that you've come into our life so that we can introduce you to everybody else's. And thank you so much for being on our show. Yes. And also, uh, Pearl, we would like for you to put some information on our brand new Facebook page, yes. Your Beautiful Day. So we'll have some information for Pearl. So also for our listeners, if you have questions for Pearl, mm-hmm. you can go ahead and put it on there. And you can either PM us or just put it on the Facebook page. And so Pearl, where can they find you? Yes. Um, you can find me at wsliving.com, which is wsliving.com. Or you can um, also Facebook me at Women's Successful Living. Let me, I want to ask you a question with your grandmother. Did she wear like a floral perfume, rose? Like, was she into roses or rose type perfume? Yeah. 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 She was. Yeah. Because that's what I was picking up on. And she just, um, I could literally see her smiling in my mind. And she's so incredibly proud of you. And she applauds you on everything that you say and do. And I promise you, there's going to be a point where you are going to be smelling perfume or floor flowers out of nowhere and you're going to go i just smell like i feel like grandma you're going to feel like your grandmother's there and um it, it'll just be like am i the only one who smells roses around here but you're going to smell it soon it's going to happen soon and um awesome let us know i look forward to awesome. it i will let you know awesome thank you pearl we appreciate you being a part of our beautiful day <laughs> and you have a beautiful day i am day. honored to be part of it <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take care. So, Arnie, that was uh, so. 
again, we were talking about this earlier. So sometimes you get it like immediately. You feel something. You talk to somebody. So it doesn't. It's not like sometimes I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was just curious. Like so, it's not like you just like walk down the street and hear voices or I mean. You, He's not like Ghost Town yeah. where you yeah. see them. We were watching that last night. Yeah, the movie Ghost Town. If anybody wants to see a dynamite movie, yes. see Ghost Town. It's very funny. It's it's cute. It's funny. It's not a Ghost Town like a horror film. It's it's just an amazing, touching it's film. It's well written. Well written. Well directed. Funny. Produced. It's it's cool. It's cool. It's about it's about people coming from the from the dead to talk to one guy who doesn't want anything to do with them and the and the and the people who have passed away want to keep on talking to this one guy this one dentist who has no sense of humor no personality <laughs> and they keep on bothering him throughout the whole movie <laughs> mm-hmm. until finally he he uh, he he does pull through for them but it's an excellent movie Ghost Town. Uh, it sounds like a, I have to watch that one. You'll love it. You'll one hundred percent love it. Is it on? What is it on? You'll like it a lot. You'll like it a lot. I'll, t- I'll tell you. You're gonna like it a lot. I'm so excited. <laughs> so yeah. So I'm ex- I'm excited because I, you know, when we were talking today, I, I, we were very very lucky that we had lunch today, um, and we were just talking about that changing your perspective and how people see things and the, mm-hmm. the answers are in front of us a lot of times, but we're just too. Blocked. Closed off in our Closed head. We're caught off because we want things to be how we want things. And if we feel, th- if we're not on top every single time, if we're not winning every single moment, we get very dejected. We go, oh, this isn't going to work out. This isn't going to work out. Sometimes you have to allow things and people to unfold themselves. And, you ha- and the best thing to do is to do nothing. To be still. To be still and let life happen. And that's the fastest way. Because if you push and push people or push and push situations, it's going to blow up in your face. So you have to learn to be patient. And it's tough because that's one of the hardest sinews of life is to be patient. And most of us don't have it. Yeah. I know because Jed and I, we've been like launch, launch. It's like almost like we're trying to jump in, jump in. And it's like, you know, our timing really became something of like, you know, we got together and then life happened and now we're back together. And, and so mm-hmm. we feel like this is our time right now. So, again, it was like that, our growth. The be still. Yeah. And we were talking about that, be still and know. Yeah. And and just to relax in that. And it's the hardest thing to do as a mother because you're not used to relaxing. But as in a business sense, you're not used to relaxing mm-hmm. either. We used to go, 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 go. Oh, of course. And so we kept thinking the timing. We kept saying it's the timing of things for everything to come together better than what we expected it to be because it's going to be a solid foundation mm-hmm. and that it's going to be us. Timing completely. is very important. And to with go everything. with the flow, to go yeah. with the flow, whether it be business, whether it be relationships or whether it be with your life, timing is extremely important. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it's everything yeah. and to plan. Yeah. So as we move forward for our listeners, because we're back together again, we really want to, <laughs> you're so adorable. I, I try to be, um, we really want to, uh, showcase our, our inner child, our inner passions. Uh, we we want to be alive. Gratitude. We want to be alive in every moment. Like Pearl said, we have to enjoy it and love it. And, and so that's what we're really all about this time. We're really, this is what we want to do. Plus, Jen's going to break me into show business because that's what I want to do someday because I'm yes, a comedian. Yes, you're a comedian <laughs> in the making. I right. am. I'm a Oh, Lucy. my God. She's my Lucy. She's my Lucy who wants to Lucy, be. Lucy, I'm uh, home. I'm not to, to be. be. I want to be. Oh. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to put you in pictures, honey. I'm going to put you in pictures. Yeah. Love a captured audience. Yeah. Love I a d- captured audience. <laughs> so I have a question for Artie. With your book, I was really intrigued. This whole time I thought I only had one guardian angel in your book. It says I have two. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Tell How did I get two? We all Why have do they least, say I have we one? We all have at least two guardian angels around us 24-7. How do we know? And sometimes we have more. Uh, most of us how? don't know. What? How? Why? Uh, how you know? Uh, as far as how many, I, I personally don't know that. I honestly don't know. How can you tell? All I know is it's like when you ask your guardian... There was a woman who wrote a book on angels. I forgot her name. It was a long, long time ago. And she said, there's a lot of unemployed angels out Mm. there. So even though God assigns us angels to every single person, if you don't ask for their help, they cannot 
intervene into your life. Mm. That's a movie. Be- Unemployed Angels. Yeah. <laughs> we got this. We're writing that screenplay. There you go. Another movie in the making. We're making Another movies. Movie We're making movie. movies. <laughs> so the thing is, is like, you know, the angels can't intervene into your life because that, that means they're intervening into your free will. Mm-hmm. But when you ask for help or you ask for the job or you ask for love or you ask for money or you ask for whatever, don't be afraid to ask because then you're opening up your your channels, your energy to allow yourself to receive. And the angels will help create that to happen. The only time an angel is allowed to, by law, to intervene into your life without you asking them is if you're in a do or die situation and it's not your time to go, they -hmm. will intervene into your life to save you because it wasn't your time. I have a question for you. This is really a serious question. I know I'm always joking around, but stop smiling. This is serious. <laughs> I know. I'm still giggling. Is, yeah. still don't ever tell a student stop laughing. There'll be no more <laughs> laughing. You're going to create more laughter. But my husband and I, our first son, passed away, or he was he was born early. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it, it was a while ago. So his birthday, uh, the day he he was born and died, was November third. Why am I seeing August eighth? That's not it. For some reason, August 8th is just striking me right now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It was November 3rd. So then our third son, Zachary, his birthday, he ended up being born on November 2nd. Every time. Now, he's my, he was my wild child. You know, he was always like rolling into something or get, I swear to God, every time he was getting ready to do something, I would hear this voice say, go check on Zach or just turn around and go this way or go that way. I, I just knew where he was immediately. And now I wasn't sure if that's his instinct. Was that a guardian angel? Was that his guardian angel coming and saying, knocking on my door saying he's being stupid, go get him. (laughs) Or was that my guardian angel (laughs) or was that my son? I'm just trying to like figure that out. First of all, I don't think it makes a difference where it comes from. But it was very divine. It's I tell it you. just know that it's divinely yeah, guided. Yeah, it was divine. It, 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 was it was divine. It's definitely a... It could e- also be one of your loved ones who passed away. Yeah. Uh, giving you that. It could be your grandmother saying mm-hmm. that to you, you know. Uh, but the interesting thing is, um, you know, a lot of mothers, like once they become mothers, once w- w- women become mothers, their sixth sense mm-hmm. kicks into high gear. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, uh and it's all about your kids and stuff. So you're on heightened alert. So even when you're not there, you're there. It's like, watch out. I got eyes behind my head. And yeah, <laughs> actually on Facebook Live, two of my kids are on. So that's a cool thing. Oh, cool. <laughs> so two of mine are watching me. So I guess they're back at me. So, <laughs> so do we ask for assistance all the time or is it? Only when you feel it's necessary. Okay. Only mm. when you feel it's necessary. I mean, if you, you know, it's not like you have to just be in contact with your angels all the time. You know, if you want to, great. There are some people who are hurting every single day of their life. So why not have that communication with your angels or even with your loved ones? I always tell people like, you know, when you lose a loved one, somebody who's passed away, if you want to feel like you want to keep a regular relationship going with them, write them letters every day. And while you're writing a letter to them, while you're physically handwriting a letter to them, you're going to start to imagine them as if they're speaking to you in your thoughts, only it's really not your imagination. It's really them speaking to you in your thoughts. So you could talk about the weather. You could talk about what's going on, how much you love them, what you're going to do later on. I'm doing this. and You know, it's just your way of keeping that emotional connection with them. Yeah, I, I, I still think of my mom daily. I talk to her. Like, you know, I think about things. It's almost like... She's been gone almost three years now, and it's right. been hard, you know. Is it you or your mom that says, really? I, really? I do that a lot. You do that? Yeah. Oh, because I'm hearing, really? I think that's her you, mi- mimicking you. Probably, yeah, because my, yeah, my mom was like, yeah. <laughs> she was something else, I'll tell you. It's like, I feel like if, if uh, the crap was getting too thick, it's like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to hear it. That's, yeah. Leave me alone. Just yeah. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she would do that a lot. <laughs> she would do that a lot. Yeah. And which would make you want to talk to her more. But mom, you need to listen. I don't want to hear. Just get away. Get away. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a kid, especially. She would just tune out. Did you have her? You still have her slippers or shoes? Um, not with me now, but there's still a bunch of her stuff at the house. For some reason, I'm seeing you still holding on to or having her slippers or shoes. And it's it's one of the shoes that she wore on a regular basis. And I feel like by you keeping them out and not just stored away, the stuff 
that she wore on a regular basis or had on a regular basis, keep that out with you as a memory, as a, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my mom, what I know my, uh, most of my mom when she passed was she had her reading glasses every day. You know, that was her, mm-hmm. her regular glasses. And so that's all I wanted. I said to my brothers, I said, you could have whatever you want. I don't care what it is. I mm-hmm. just want her glasses. They didn't care. And they said, yeah, to have her glasses. And it's great because that is her. I can even smell the her on the glasses. Yeah. It's her essence. That's beautiful. And yeah. stuff. That's so, beautiful. Yeah. So if you just, not that you have to hang on to, you know, there are people who lose their loved ones. You don't have to hang on to every single shirt, every single pants, every single this, every single that. But the stuff that they wore the most or that was the most important to them, that's what you hang on to and let everything else go. That's yeah. what I would do if I was president. Yeah. <laughs> Already for president. This world would be a better place. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Now, are you working on another book? I am. I'm working on another Tell book. Us. Yes. Tell us. No, well, it's uh, more about life circumstances. And it's actually uh, it, one of the topics is about money. And like people, unfortunately, were raised not to ask for money mm-hmm. they feel like it's evil it's it's right. it's negative and stuff so you're gonna laugh at that this is a cute one so i write in one of the chapters about money where you know people have said to me many a times oh in church they said oh you should never ask for money you should always ask for other people not for yourself blah 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 so then at the end of their sermon mm-hmm. they they start asking for, for donations money. donations so they tell you not to ask for money, but they're always asking for money. This is true. And I and I said to one of the fathers, you know, I'm Jewish, but, you know, I said to this one father, I said, Father, I'd love to donate to your church, but I don't want to add to your bad habits. I don't want to add to your... to. To all your negativity, because you said the, that uh, the that money is the root, root to all evil is money. I said, I don't want to I, I don't want to add to your evil. So I'll keep my money. This is my favorite. <laughs> I know. I know. This is my favorite. I know. I love that book. one. Go ahead. Let t- me right quote it there. Quote it. It makes me laugh. What makes me laugh when people tell me they don't believe in God and I say to them, so when your kid sneezes, instead of saying, God bless you, what do you say? Better luck next time. <laughs> True. Better luck next time, Better kid. Better luck next time, kid. Now, people are very contradicting. They they create the the uh, rules according to what best fits them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they want everybody else to be a certain way or to think a certain way. But but if it doesn't fit them, then it's not, it, the rules don't apply to them. Yeah. Only to everybody else. And it's convenient. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's convenient. convenient yeah. Oh, my father, I, you know, I, I was raised in a Jewish family, so my father was a rabbi only at the convenient times. <laughs> oh, but my God. Than, my family was like World War Three, going to church on Sunday, cussing and screaming and fighting. <laughs> Get to church. We're all freaking perfect. Get home. I need a glass of drink. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, my, yeah. <laughs> so I, I know. It's like, it's funny because like, you know, you're, uh, uh, as we were saying, it's like sometimes it's like, especially those little old ladies in church, they're the, they're the sweetest people in the, in the, in the church pews. But then as soon as you get in that parking lot, oh, forget it. All, oh, and the all gloves are off. The hawking. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so hilarious. Sometimes it'll just run you over faster than you can, you know. You know, also in, in my next book, I wrote as far as the importance of prayer. And it's like, it's not that God needs our prayers. Mm-hmm. We need him. We need, or her, however you want to relate to God. The balance. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, but you, um, I just lost track. It you was, need, we need him. Her yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Balance. As far as prayer goes, I just, I just checked out for a moment. It's really funny. There was, there was a shirt that I once said that said, um, I'm out of my mind. I'll be back in 10 minutes. <laughs> we only gave you 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, no, but as far as prayer goes, you know, it's like people pray to God, you know, they do their wrongdoings, whatever it is, they pray to God for forgiveness, for forgiveness, and then they go right back doing the exact same thing they were asking mm-hmm. God for forgiveness for. So, and God already forgives everybody. It's just we beat ourselves up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where that's where the guilt kicks in and stuff. God, he's, these are just experiences for us. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not like uh, we're being judged. God doesn't judge anybody. God, you know, people think God judges well, no, he doesn't judge anybody. But there is karma. There is law of attraction. 
There is law of attraction. You know, yeah. so it's just what goes around comes around. And it's like you put out good, good's going to happen. When bad happens, you're going to get your butt kicked one way or the other. But nobody ever escapes from karma or the eyes of God or ever. So when you think people got away from mur- got away with murder, they, they don't. It, no, it, not at all. Yeah. No, it, it, it pays. Because it's the quality of their life. They might, they might have taken advantage of a lot of people, uh, certain people, and they might have a, a good a material life or whatnot. But the, the uh, quality of their emotional life probably sucks, mm-hmm. you know, with their personal, in their personal world. If somebody is very controlling or very mean or doesn't trust anybody, and they're like that, even though they have a lot, the quality of their lives really sucks. Very lonely. Yeah. You know, it's a very few small group of people that literally do have it all, where they do have a great abundance, and they have that good quality of emotional life with their friends and family, which is, you know, unbelievable. So what are some of the tools that we can use on a daily basis to connect ourselves with our angels? Hammer and screwdriver. A hammer and a screwdriver. Black and Decker. Black and Decker. <laughs> Those yeah. are the tools. Yeah. Now. Um, what are some of the things that you do to connect in with your angels? Like how do you start a day? To bring yourself into that awareness. I call up. This is literally what I say every day. I call upon all my loving guardian angels. Thank you for intervening into my life today. And granted me with peace, harmony, balance, and serenity. And thank you for all the true love in my life and the prosperity of my life. In the name of the Holy Spirit, amen. That's beautiful. Amen. And I just, beautiful. short, sweet. And so like when crap does hit the fan within the course of the day, I don't get upset. <sighs> I mean, it might hit me in the moment and I just remain calm and I'll just say, all right, I'll deal with it. Now, when other people go nuts and crazy and emotionally they are off the wall, I choose not to be on their emotional stage and I still remain calm because when you're calm, you have a greater peripheral vision of what's going on around you in your life and you're able to think more clearly. But when you're yelling and screaming, you have no control whatsoever. I like that because it, it is, it's very difficult because I think we sometimes get caught up in all the drama and all the emotion. And it's very easy to get caught up in, get in. in all yeah. that. Absolutely. I think like even like on Facebook, I mean, I'm not, you know, you start seeing people start post things. The next thing you know, you're like, you're I got, in a Facebook war. You're in a Facebook nothing. war that somebody didn't even Absolutely know. And it's nothing. like, I have people I know. I'm like, what is that proving? What are you doing? I mean, it's let just- me tell you one of what one of my major pet peeves are with people. So people will send you vast chain letters of mm-hmm. emails of these beautiful blessings. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then... At the end of it, very contradicting, they say, and if you don't send the power of the love of the Lord and everything, you will be sent to hell. You will, you will be cursed. You will lose your first male born. Um, you're going to bed without dinner. You're going to bed without dinner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Someone's gonna just you're like, going to get all these negative bad things happening. So just send it off to 20 people to save yourself from, it's like, you know what? It is. It's, it's, if it's you're a gonna blessing you're going to send a, a blessing, if I choose to want to send it to mm-hmm. someone else, I will do it. And if I choose not to and just keep it for myself, then I just keep it for myself. Thank you for those blessings. But don't condemn me to hell if mm-hmm. I don't I do know. the chain. The chain the thing. That's your ego speaking. It's not reality. I can't do it's it. not, no, it's I never can't. Anyone who does that, you suck. I'll just tell you right <laughs> now. You 100% Leave suck. Leave my inbox alone. <laughs> I mean, you know? I Leave my you. inbox alone yeah. on that one. You know, that's that's not being spiritual it's at all. It's a compliment with a zing in the end of it. Yeah. It's what it is. It's yeah. like throwing some shade. So, and I throwing have some shade. And people who have sent me those type of letters, I sent it right back to them. And I'd say to them, if you're going to send me a blessing, send me a blessing, but don't send me this, you know, condescending or exactly. this yeah. negative crap connected yeah, to it. Because then I don't want your blessings. I'd rather someone to say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Or, hey, how's it going? That's actually how Jen and I reconnected. Yes, Absolutely. I just sent her a, hey, thinking about you, because we saw something that was um, that we had in common. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, Jen, thinking about you. And then we started with the, yeah, we got to get together. And you know how those things go. And it's kind of like. And I missed my Kim being in my life. It's like that Facebook hell where you're like, oh, yeah, she, I said, yeah, we'll get together. And then. I made her. She made <laughs> no, I know. And it's been great since. And, you know, and that's. And she's like, are you really going? I'm like, yes, we're going. And so we're we going. did. We had a great time. And, and we just immediately was like back. It was chemistry. We we went and saw Dr. Paul Bear. Dr. Paul Bear. Our buddy. You know what he's going to be doing. 
I saw that. He's going to be on our show. We're going to make him. I'm trying to make him. I'm petitioning that he's our horror host for the people and actors and everyone that's in the horror community. I'm excited about that. So, so yeah, he's podcast. So host. we have to. We owe a lot to him because he he got us back together uh, because he he did a, a show and then we went to the show and mm-hmm. then he saw us and he goes, "You guys are magic. You need to be back on. You need to be back on." That was the confirmation on. that um, that we could do that. So that's pretty cool. So when you create your magic, who's wearing the black top hat and who's carrying the wand? The Wonder Twin Powers activate. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being a part of our show tonight. We really appreciate you. It was fun. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And we'll have you back on. It was a blast. I absolutely enjoyed myself, love. Artie came all the way from New Jersey to be here with us. Yes, so, I did. I but he did. will call yeah. in, uh, you know, later on, and he'll be so he'll be uh, making guest appearances for I'll us. I'll be making guest appearances. Absolutely, love. Absolutely. Where else would I be on the night that you're on? Oh, wow. but with you girls, of course. Oh, appreciate of you. Come course. on, and then don't um, be silly. Artie's book is Angels and Answers, mm-hmm. and where can you find that? Angels and Answers. If you go to artiehoffman.com, uh, you could uh, get the book cold. Angels and Answers. And uh, there you go. Over there, too. Angels and Answers. You get it on Amazon. Uh, Or if you go to artiehoppin.com, there's a link that you can just get the book. And I promise you, you're going to think that I wrote this book just for you. And uh, because it explains about uh, life itself and then a lot of things you could personally relate to. So, And I'm writing another second book that you're going to be able to relate to that, too. And then awesome. I have another question for you. So the arty party, how do we join the party? Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. So if you want to have an arty party and you want me to come to your place to read for your friends and family, my attitude is if you're buying, I'm flying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But I also do, I also when I do readings, uh, it doesn't have to just be in person because I'm in New Jersey. I'm in Central Jersey and Woodbridge. Um I also do phone readings, so I could do FaceTime and I could do Skyping. So I've read for people around the country and around the world, and I'm just as accurate over the phone. So if you want to call me or text me, it's 732-778-7173. Or you could email me, artiehoffman at gmail. Check out Mm artiehoffman.com. And it was a great pleasure. Thank you for... uh Helping us start our, our, our new venture. Your first Yay. venture. Yeah, it's going to go great. It really yeah. is. And uh, Thank you for having me. Yes. It was a pleasure. And remember, you are blessed. You are loved. You are sacred. Have a beautiful day. Yes, you're a beautiful day. You're a beautiful day. That was awesome. Congratulations, girls. <laughs>